welcome to our Deeper Secrets Revealed podcast with Sarah Finlay. Have you ever had a question for the opposite sex in which you seek to be answered authentically? On this podcast, that is exactly what we do. I discuss intimate topics with guests as they share their point of view about dating, sex, and relationships. We are raw and authentic to reveal the essence of how the opposite sex feels about today's topic we are exploring. If you have a question, please feel free to write to us and ask. It just might inspire our next episode and get answered. Thanks for joining me today. Now let's dive in deep to today's topic. Welcome to our Deeper Secrets Revealed podcast. I'm Sarah Finlay and thank you so much for listening. Today we'll be discussing why do women find it so hard to orgasm? I've invited my personal life and business coach, Shireen Bloom, founder of BU Be True. Shireen is a self-empowerment coach, author and speaker. She was born in South Africa, raised in the United States and now lives in Australia. When coaching, she uses an intuitive and integrative approach, including NLP, which is neurologistics programming, positive psychology, CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, stress management, mindfulness, grounded spiritualism, wellness, and her own wisdom to help you create a practical and logical plan to achieve authentic happiness in your life. I've literally watched her assist people in finding peace and happiness, including myself. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Great to be back. So last week we spoke about orgasms and how they feel from a man's perspective and how they feel from a woman's perspective. And in having open conversations that you can probably imagine I've been having now that I've launched this podcast, I'm hearing all sorts of different things and I'm loving people's feedback and I'm loving people's, you know, deep questions and things they want to know and Anyone listening out there, if there's a question out there or something you need an answer to, please email me and we will try and get the answer for you. We'll get someone's perspective and try to help you out with that. So I welcome that. But what's really come to shock me is that there are a lot, like not a little bit, like a lot of women that find it hard to orgasm. Why do you think that is? Well, it's a really, really good question, and it really is a big, a big concern. And there are a lot of women that I've seen throughout the years. So, you know, what I'm going to kind of how I'm going to answer that is based on my experience that I've had with many of my clients that I've had over the years that have this kind of quote unquote issue because orgasm for a woman is very different to orgasm for a man. You know, for a man, it's almost like kind of like the need to breathe. <laughs> and for a woman, especially not all women, but for many women, there's not a massive need to orgasm like like men do. So it orgasm base is, is really different at the core for both men and women. But generally speaking, when we're talking about sexual just dysfunction, when a woman you know, wants to orgasm but can't, there's there's a few reasons that I've seen over the years. One is that they're very, they're not present. They're not present during sex because they're too much in their heads. They may be kind of worried. What do I look like? What does he think of my body? You know, we feel our most vulnerable when we're having sex and 
you know, that very much triggers all our protective defense mechanisms. And when we go into the head, the brain is so focused about all the gymnast mental gymnastics that's going through all the conversation that we're having with our in our head that we're not signaling our sexual organs to open during sex for women. And that's very much how women, we have to be very present in the mind to tell our bodies to signal our, our nervous system and our body that, that to open, to open sexually and receive a man. And if we are in our head, then that process doesn't really happen as well. And what that means is like, for example, if we're fearing, can I trust this person? Do I feel safe with this person? Do I respect this person? If you know, if we've had an argument for a lot of women, a lot of women find it really difficult to let go of the like past resentments and stuff. So if there's resentment between a couple, I always see sexual dysfunction. It's, it's, it's amazing how sex is a symptom of what's really going on in that relationship. It's really quite amazing. And, you know, on a deeper level, if anyone's experienced sexual trauma, sexual abuse, you know, obviously there's going to be a disconnection and a protective mechanism around the sexual orgasm for, for around having an orgasm and being exposed sexually. So for a lot of women, if that pain is being triggered, the mental pain and anguish of a past trauma, then that's also going to be make it really difficult to orgasm in that moment. Um, how can a man assists in the moment to make sure that she's in her head. Let's tackle the first thing. So make sure that she's not in her head, she's present, she's in the moment. Can he help her or can he not? Like is there things that a man can do and he doesn't need to be questioning necessarily like are you in your head right now, do I need to, but maybe things that a male can proactively do knowing that a lot of women are in their head to try and pull her out. What, what could they do? Well, let, let me just define what I mean by being present for a moment. So by present, I mean you're in your body, you're feeling the experience. There, You're not in the past, you're not in the future, you are in the moment experiencing what is happening right now. So what a man, obviously what we're talking on a deeper level is making a woman feel safe and also helping her come into her body and feel. And what that means is that finding her sweet spots, finding her erogenous zones. Now that's going to be different for every person. So, you know, really watching her, her bodily reactions, you know, if she's lying there like a dead fish, for example, you know, then you're not in the right spot. So really finding, you know, like, and, 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 you know, sometimes men just go straight in and think, well, that's what a woman needs where, you know, our erogenous zones may be, you know, our neck or inside of our arm or inside of our leg or tickling our back or massage or <laughs> for some women, it's conversation, you know, <laughs> uh, finding, finding the way to bring her into the present moment, you know. So if you're not for a man, if he's not feeling those body responses back, then helping her get out of her head by helping her body feel. And, you know, like it doesn't necessarily mean that that means, you know, clitoris stimulation or, you know, just kind of going inside, but really finding what each woman needs to feel turned on and to feel kind of stimulated, um, you know, with the other stuff. Like it could be maybe like rubbing his hands like all over her body. So it's like 
you know, arm, chest, tummy, side, like something like that. Yeah. And I mean, for every woman, it's going to be different, right? So really for men to say, you know, tell me where, where you like to be touched, you know, and let, let it like for men to explore that. Like, again, a man's going to just think, oh, you know, boobs, right? Let me go straight for the breasts. <laughs> like for some woman, again, especially if you've experienced trauma or if you're pissed off with your man, you're not going to want them to, you know, mm. kind of go there. So it's finding where, where, you know, where she likes to be touched, where she likes to feel yeah. stimulated. Like that's a really important point that often men will ask the question, what do you like? And I I think a lot of women don't know how to answer that because they actually maybe don't know. Well, I think, and that's like for women that are struggling to orgasm, the best way to really start healing is through self-pleasure and and exploring your body, like even you know, even through like massage, you know, I had a client I was working with once where, you know, we had her going for really intimate kind of massages to kind of wake up the sections of her body that were just numb to past pain and Mm. just her being really present with how she was feeling in each part of her body. You know, how do you feel when you're, when your arms are being massaged and when your arms are being tickled? How do you feel when your breasts, how do you feel when your neck, how do you feel your back, you know, being really present because if you're focusing on the feelings, then the mind can't do its chatter, yes. right? It's a little this bit like sexual that. meditation. <laughs> I love well, it. Well, it's, 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 you know, it's mindful lovemaking, ah. right? It's mindful <laughs> sex. It's about being in the moment, not, you know, and I think if that, if that you can bring your awareness into the moment of going, okay, well, we had an argument that's yesterday. Let me feel this experience. You know, for women, it's very much about switching on the sensory experience again of sex. So if they're not orgasming, orgasming, that could be one of the reasons in that they're not really feeling it. So, you know, by practicing that kind of self-pleasure, you know, and just exploring your body, exploring what actually turns you on. And especially if you can do it with a safe partner where you can Mm. ask them to explore as well, you know, that's a really great way of kind of switching on all the senses as well. Definitely. And I even think maybe even closing your eyes for moments because that deepens the other senses, right? If, if you can't see it, it, the touch increases. So that, that increases. Yeah. that feeling as well yeah but if you can just keep bringing your awareness to the feeling as opposed to the thought that you're having of the feeling because like girls may go oh that feels nice or oh that tickles or and you know our bodies mm. kind of clam up and they overanalyze just, sort of thing yeah, yeah and that's the thing we're analyzing and we're making meaning and we're like does this mean he loves me does this mean <laughs> you know that we're going to be together like does he have anybody else that is like can i have safe sex with him you know like there's so much mm. going through our head so no wonder we can't orgasm mm, it's a little bit too chattery up there yeah so if we can eliminate the chatter by just focusing on the feelings I find that that's the best way to kind of awaken the feelings that- yeah um the next part of this conversation for me is a little bit 
difficult and I'm definitely, we might even flip into sort of coach mode at the moment, live, fun, because I'm not an expert in this, right? So I'm, I'm very nervous in approaching it and saying the wrong thing or whatnot. But the sexual trauma that I know a lot of women have dealt with, I've actually experienced it myself as an eight-year-old girl someone close to the family I won't even say who but it definitely is not my inner circle family of my father or anyone like that at all tried tried things on me as an eight-year-old as well so I had that sexual trauma but I was also lucky enough that I was pretty strong child that I resisted as well and nothing further ever happened but So I've had to heal that and heal that energy for sure, which we've worked on. But I know that there's other women and even men, I suppose maybe it affects them as well in that, that have experienced it on a way worse level than what I was. Like I was pretty lucky really, even though I shouldn't have gone through it, I was pretty lucky in comparison to maybe other people. So how if someone's had sexual trauma, how can they heal that? Like how can they heal that? so it doesn't keep affecting their their present life now and their future. So we have to remember that all emotional trauma gets stored in the body on a cellular level. So if we are holding on to emotional trauma, we're holding on because it's not so much about the experience, but it's what we made it mean, mm-hmm. right? What did that mean for us? What, did the, what are the effects of it? So very much working with a counselor, a healer, whatever, environment to actually heal the past emotion so that you can let it go. And, you know, so many people, you know, experience like so many people have experienced rape and, you know, molestation and all that kind of stuff that so many people are not even talking about it. And, if Mm. you know, so even being able to talk about it and actually release it. So it's very much about letting go of the emotional pain. And I know for a lot of people, that's that's a really really difficult experience and and you know for me like the word that i always come back to is is forgiveness and it's not necessarily about forgiving your perpetrator because it's a massive invasion of of privacy it's a massive invasion of what you know so many men have abused women and and vice versa but it's about being able to heal to heal that and to clear it within mm. you and it definitely takes time. Like for me, it took years. Yeah, it can take it can take a long process. But it's about, you know, when I say forgiveness, it's not about going, oh, I let you off the hook. It's Mm-mm. about letting go of the emotion within you because it, the more you're holding on to the emotion, it's going to keep you stuck. And it's going to mean that you're holding, you know, and so many, there's so many links between holding on to emotion and manifesting illness, you mm. know, because... They call it disease, right? Disease. Exactly. And we close up and we we create protective mechanisms around those parts of our body where we've been traumatized. Mm. So, and where we closed up, we're not kind of letting our life force or letting any oxygen flow and that manifests illness. Um, So, you know, it's very much about, again, mindfulness is a really great tool for this because the trauma happened in the past. So, you know, when we have pain stored in the body and somebody touches that part of our body, it's like a push button. It kind of Mm, ignites the memory, the cellular memory in the body. It's like a pain button, but you know, we have to keep bringing ourselves into the now, you know, the more you can bring yourself into the present moment and go, okay, that happened in the past. Where am I now? 
What am I feeling now? Who's this man I'm with now? And, you know, also ensuring that you are with a safe lover, a safe Mm. partner, you know, not putting yourself into situations where you feel threatened because you're going to be protective in that environment. So really creating some of the connection strategies and feeling safe and open before just going into sex, you know, and making sure that you are talking issues out, talking out your fears, releasing them so that they don't have to swirl around in your head over and over and over. This is great. And I'm not sure if there's anything else that women could possibly do so they can be present in the moment to experience an incredible orgasm. Because I, like, I've definitely had incredible orgasms and I feel really sad every time I speak to a friend that I realize possibly hasn't experienced an orgasm or maybe they've just, they haven't experienced like an amazing one, right? Because they'll be like, oh yeah, the sex is okay. It's good. That's sad to me. I want it to be incredible for them because it, it is an incredible feeling. So, so what could women do, you know, to have their own accountability? So they are, open and not closed off and able to experience this amazing feeling. Yeah. Well, again, if we go back to like that self-pleasure, so you, you are stimulating the senses and you know, what I mean by actually feeling it is. So if we're talking about mindful lovemaking, it would mean that in the point of connection and the point of penetration, you're not having the conversations of what is he thinking about me? What is this going to happen? Da, 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 da. You're thinking about feeling the point where his skin meets your skin. Mm. You're focusing on the movements of your body. You're focusing on the touch. You're focusing on the senses, like really getting into the experience and being really present with it, exploring where in your body it's feeling good, where in your body it feels numb. And, you know, working on those areas where you feel numb, you know, self-pleasure, awaken those senses. Mm. find where your erogenous zones are so that, you know, you can kind of direct him. I think women can, you know, it's, it's to be able to say, this is where it works for me. This is where I like to be touched, you know? So again, it's, it's a very much a very connected present experience. And maybe also like, I've just come to a little bit of this aha moment myself is like, what do you like? like for me? Like I love lingerie. I'm going to, put that out there. I'll probably talk about this a little bit. And I've realized it's much for me as it is for him to experience. But as society, we're always told it's a gift to be unwrapped to him, your boyfriend only, and maybe on a special occasion for his birthday, whatnot sort of seems to be the attitude. And I've just had this moment like, no, I think dressing up in lingerie is no different to dressing up in a beautiful dress and going to a gala event. And, you know, when we get our hair and makeup done and we're in this beautiful dress and we've got our heels on, we feel amazing and we feel empowered. So why can't we do that in the bedroom as well? Put our hair up and get our makeup done and have some banging outfit that we love on to put ourselves in an empowered state and be like, I am woman, I am goddess, and I feel fabulous right now because you're in charge of that too. Whatever that may be. For me, it's lingerie. Um, It might be that for you guys. You know, try it. It's no different to a beautiful black dress. Absolutely. And it's very much about connecting with your inner goddess, you know, and creating the mood. You know, like, for example, like even 
like oils, you know, using essential oils to create the smell that just triggers the brain, using oils on the skin, you know, like you said, lingerie, you know, music, candlelight, actually connect with your inner goddess and go, well, you know, when I feel my most beautiful, like you said, I'm going to feel confident, I'm going to feel empowered. And that's when I'm going to um, experience it the most. And I think the more that we can kind of just be present with the experience rather than it needing to mean something, you know what Mm. I mean? Like, because the problem also with, with female orgasm is the oxytocin release and oxytocin is the love hormone. It's the attachment hormone. And when women tend to orgasm, we tend to get really connected to, to, our partners, you know, we're kind of planning a honeymoon after the first, you know, one night stand because we're like, oh, you know, and the body wants more of that. And I think that if we can, when we're feeling safe, we're feeling connected, we have that oxytocin and we can stay connected with our partner. And it doesn't necessarily, you know, one of the, one of really good ways to start with this, with somebody that is really experiencing for both men and women, sexual dysfunction is really just to start slowly, you know, just start creating intimacy, start creating, you know, just touch, just Mm. being comfortable with touch without the focus really needing to always be about orgasm. Because some people, some women, like for men, orgasm is the goal, right? For women, it's not necessarily mapped to like that. You know, we can have, we can feel, connected and feel amazing by, you know, just being cuddled, you know, we don't necessarily have to have the orgasm. And I think when there's less focus on orgasm and just more focus on being present and feeling it, the orgasm will most likely happen more naturally. And definitely on that as well is something that I've been reading up some, you know, reading interesting things as I research for this is that the foreplay isn't also just necessarily when you're physically together. Like it can be the text messages or a photo or the anticipation or what am I going to do to you tonight when I see you or tomorrow or um, maybe, you know, he could send you out to go buy something. It's the anticipation as well that builds it up, right? Like it builds up that energy. Yeah, it builds up the excitement. The tease a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes that's the best part, you know. Like if you think about it, you know, it's that really the best feeling is that space just as you orgasm or just before the orgasm, Mm. that's when bliss happens. You know what I mean? So it's all the buildup that just makes you, and again, it's going to help reassure a woman. You know, that's another thing that men can do, really reassure (laughs) her, really make her feel safe. Some women really need that. And just, you know, it's coming back to the playfulness, Mm. like just keeping sex in the spirit of playfulness, as opposed to being so kind of mechanical or routine or thinking this is what he wants from me, or this is how I'm going to keep him, or this is how I'm going to pleasure it. Like actually just staying in the fun of it. I agree. Because it's so much fun. (laughs) And, and, you know, there's so much healing in sex as well. You know, there's so much freedom in being sexually open and exploring. And, you know, it's a great stress relief. 
you know? So there's so many benefits from, you know, healthy sexual relationships. I've actually, and I'll dive into this deeper another podcast, but I've actually in my research found that apparently spirituality and the sexual energy and like our sexual sides were always one and it was actually a way to connect to again call it what you want but the universal source energy and it's only like the ego and the human that separated it and almost made it like as though sex can be dirty or sex can be sinful or whatnot but actually like many 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 years ago it was a way to be able to connect a lot more deeper with the source energy and that was through tantric and things like that yeah Absolutely. And that woman were very much the leader sexually, Mm. you know, as opposed to it becoming a very male for focused industry. And I think, look, there's a lot of reasons because of that, like sex became so corrupt in a lot of Western society. Um, So that's kind of brought these negative attachments that we have. But again, this is about finding a safe space. It's a finding a space, space, safe space where yes, you can connect because, you know, again, we're talking about like on an energetic space, you're talking about the chakras, the the energy centers mm. of the body, and when with when we're talking about sex, it's that sacral chakra. So being really comfortable with yourself, being really present, being really open and creative stimulates all of that energy. So it's all about getting rid of all that mental clutter and the mental attachments that we are making sex mean. And can right? this also be a really good reflection of maybe where you're at in like day-to-day life? Because this is no different. We're saying be present and in the moment. That's no different to how we're often encouraged, and I also believe, to live life present and in the moment. Absolutely. And like I said before, sex is a symptom. You know, when I'm working with a couple, like I, I, I'm interested in, in, in their sexual relationship because it tells me the cycle, like even the communication cycle that happens mm. in a relationship will be present in this, in how they have sex together. Right. And all the problems or resentments that they're holding on will show up in sexual behavior. Yeah. Well, yeah. Are, are you comfortable to communicate in the bedroom? If you're not, maybe you're not communicating other things that are outside the bedroom. Yeah. And it, you know, it always comes back to the same thing. When you are healing yourself, focusing on yourself, clearing your stuff, clearing the past, not anticipating too much in the future, but just being present with who you are, pure intention, you're going to have a better experience, whether it be in sex or anything in life. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else you want to add to this before we wrap this up? Um, wow, I think we've we've delved in quite deep, you know. But I think I think that uh, there's also like the attachments, you know. Like I think so many, you know, we're we're so kind of sexually open now, and there's so many men and women playing the field, you know. Like there's certain women that I've worked with that can really like what I call have sex like a man, where there's no emotional attachments to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that if for some women that are finding it really difficult to orgasm and have so many emotional attachments to kind of work through that, to kind of just go, how can sex just be sex, right? Mm. Without it, meaning, am I going to see him tomorrow? Are we going to work out? Like, you know, yeah, are we getting what's married? he going to think of me? <laughs> Is he having sex with anybody else? Can I trust him? You know, it's like 
just being present and free with it. If we can just bring back mm. the spirit of, you know, that kind of sexual connection, then we're going to get rid of a lot of the dysfunction that comes with it. Yeah, I love that. I definitely love that. Thank you so much for coming on the show and helping us explore this. And I really hope that this has helped the men and women out there listening. So I really, I really hope you have some great orgasms this week, actually, everyone. I hope all of you have an amazing orgasm this week. I think the world will be a better place for it because we'll have all the beautiful um hormones running through our body so that's what I wish for you this week and thank you so much Shireen for coming on the show and I definitely highly recommend her if you if you do want to heal and you haven't quite sure known how Shireen's definitely the best person she was my coach in Australia for many years but she still coaches me now while I live in LA and I've actually recommended quite a few people to her that are also in LA. So she can coach anyone from around the world. So it doesn't matter where you are because beautiful technology with Skype and everything like that makes it easy. And I've sent, I don't know, 35 to 40 people to (laughs) Shireen so far. And each and every one of them, it's changed their lives. And they're very grateful that I was able to introduce them to her. So I definitely recommend you reaching out to Shireen Bloom be you, be true, and I'll put the details down because she can definitely help you heal and life will just be like next level amazing, but it's just a little bit of tough work <laughs> to do the clearing and the healing, but it's it's definitely well worth it. So, yeah, reach out to Shireen and thank you so much and everyone have great orgasms this week. All right, thank bye. You. <laughs> bye. You have just listened to Our Deepest Secrets Revealed podcast with Sarah Finlay. Don't forget to subscribe to be alerted to our next episode. Connect with us via Twitter. And if you have any questions, please email my question at ourdeepestsecretsrevealed.com. Help us get the word out there and email a friend or two today about this episode. You can go over to iTunes and share the episode directly to a friend via a tweet, Facebook messenger share, or post it to your profile. Otherwise, you can copy the link and email it. Thank you so much for sharing. Until next time, keep shining. Enjoyed this episode of our Deepest Secrets Reveal? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's like leaving a tip and really appreciate it. Thank you.